such a tough guy thing to say, right? He throws in the you will. Half an hour after he flew away. Yeah, right. It's it's almost like he whispered it. Like if, if this were real life, like he, the guy flew into space and he says, you will. <laughs> he waited till he yeah. was far away. Yeah. Come on now, bats. Well, welcome back to the last row podcast, as we like to well, as we like to call it here. So can, can we just should we just call ourselves the Piad now? Can we be the Piad? Well, what, uh, let me redo the hold on. Let me redo the intro yeah, here. Okay. Welcome back to the last row Piad. The Piad. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Drew, and as always, as you already know, across the room joining me is my very good friend. Hello, Mr. Badway. You guys know the drill by now. We have a website, thelastrowpodcast.com. Find us on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We have a Google Plus page, which probably nobody knows about. What is it now? Google, Google, Google it's Plus? It's this weird technology called Google Plus. Oh, uh, it's, like, it's like Facebook, but worse. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> it's, uh, we are also on iTunes. Hit the subscribe button, please. And uh, leave us a five-star review if you're out there. We very much appreciate it. So we just got back from the theater. Batman v Superman colon dawn of justice so how does that rank as a colon it's got a colon and I mean, we got, love colons here. it's got a great clean colon tell you what dawn of justice is <laughs> is a very very topical it's very on point i like the three words better than just one word and i'm i'm digging the v too you right? like the v i like the v it's like a supreme court yeah, case exactly here. so it's yes. not like a low level like yeah. low circuit court yeah so we're gonna be talking about all things batman v superman colon dawn of justice we are uh Gonna be talking about what we liked, what we didn't like. There will be a spoiler-free zone, which will be the first half, and we will let you know when to stop listening if you had not listened yet, as we will go into spoilerific portions of the podcast. And to wrap it up, uh, we're gonna go through some uh, listener mail, uh, which inv- involves a Demolition Man reboot, which yes. we will cast for you from our very good friend yes. named Chris. Thank you, Chris. So as we get into the uh, spoiler-free zone of Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice, Rotten Tomato, 30%, Drew. As of, what, uh, 7.02 p.m. Oh. on March 25th? Yes. The movie was just came out, like, five hours ago. Uh, 74% user rating. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. 74 is good. 7.7 IMDB, which I heard was a brofest lately. Did you see that article? Yeah, but I also saw uh, like weeks ago, six months ago, of a negative campaign that was yeah. by automated bots. Yeah. So I don't know if, you know, the internets were hacked, but there was also another thing that was a negative campaign against them, yeah. not a positive well, campaign. I, I, what I took away from the story was like Shawshank is always like number one on every list on IMDB. It's the number one rated movie. I didn't know that was a bro movie. I just thought it was a nice movie with Andy Dufresne. Uh, Metacritic 44 for Dawn of Justice. Is that good or bad? I'm well, not that familiar with Metacritic, me, but I know it's a good measure. Let me break it down. I remember looking at the Metacritic breakdown and it was like 10 positive, 10 negative, and like 40 like middle of the road. It I was mixed. I think that's fair to say this is a mixed review movie. I we'll could see that it. being true. So long story short, we're not going to get into the synopsis. Let's break it down. We just watched it. Drew, should you go see this movie if you had yes or no? 100% yes. Because you need to you need to judge it for yourself. Like I know there's a lot of people on the fence that uh-huh. may not be a fan, or maybe you're like, oh hey, should I see this? And you know, then I look on the internet and they're like, oh thanks for writing this negative review. You know, I'll just wait till it comes out on Netflix. It's uh-huh. like you're really gonna let some a hole on the internet that's blogging in their basement, like us podcasting right, in exactly. my basement. We're in, we're in, tell me you shouldn't watch. We're in your future child's parents' basement. I'm in, I'm in my basement. <laughs> Right, Whistler's daughter's yeah, father. Yeah, we are in my future child's father's basement. Yes, <laughs> but no. Listen, like 
make the judgment for yourself. I'm telling you to go watch this. Don't watch it because I'm telling you, and don't not watch it because some blogger told you not to watch it. Make the choice for yourself. If you feel like watching it, sure, go ahead and watch it. It's not that expensive to go watch it. If you're strapped for cash, yeah, wait, maybe wait till it comes out on Netflix. You're strapped for cash. Well, I, I agree with you in the sense that don't like people. I think people should know, or you, sh- you shouldn't be that weak willed to see or not see a movie based on a blogger or some reviews. I would say if you like the character Batman or if you like the character Superman, you want to see what it would like if they punch each other in the face, you go right for it. You go and watch it. It's not a waste of your time, despite the pile on smear campaign would lead you to believe. And this is coming from a guy who really has no horse in this in, in this race here. I'm not a huge super, superhero guy. I'm more of a any movie but superhero guy. You, I mean, it's not in space, so it's got yeah. we, it's not a space movie. Right. So it's already got that going this for bad way. Superhero movies might not be in my top ten genre list, and I had a hell of a hell of a time with this movie. It's it's not a medieval times movie. No, so it's that's not medieval times. You. No, but I I think the interesting thing, and and this is where I think we have an interesting dynamic on this show today because yeah. I'm obviously like a super fan, like like over the top, probably biased as hell, super fan. Yes. And I feel like you're a good contrast to that because, again, you're a casual fan. And I think that's going to be interesting as we go through some of these yeah. questions because if you haven't read the comics, which I don't I don't know how many you may or may not have read. Well, I know how many I've read. How many? Zero. So so I think you're an interesting like take on it because yeah. things like, does Batman kill? Does th- these philosophical questions that people get upset about. Yeah. Um. You know, I think that'll be interesting to go through. Well, and the first thing that that I would ask you is, what did you think of like Superman and Batman on the screen together? Like, was that something that you were waiting for your whole life? Were you ever thinking about that? No, I didn't know it was a thing, first of all. And so the funny thing about me and superhero movies is I've seen a lot of them, but it's really because we watch movies together. Right. And I watch them mostly with you. When, right. when I watch a superhero movie, it's usually with you. So I've seen I've seen the buildup. I've seen Made of Steel. And if I had to pick a favorite superhero, it would be Batman. I've seen those previous ones back to Tim Burton and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, Joel Schumacher, depending on who you like. Ask <laughs> Dude, 10-year-old, got nipples. Ask 10-year-old me if Batman Forever was a great movie. I would tell you yes. But but no, I didn't know that it was a thing that could possibly happen. Once I saw the previews that it was going to happen, I was like, sure, why not? I like Man of Steel and I like the Nolan Batmans. It seemed to be that like, you know... Started going that direction, like it was the darker, grittier yes. style versus yeah. like the happier, you know, balloons in the air, sunny style of sure. like different types of movies, right? Yeah. Like Green Lantern was another DC movie, but that tried to be a little funnier, yeah, it tried I, to be a little bit more I generic. Could, I could get past ten minutes of that movie, Drew. I actually liked it. I, I know it. it wasn't very good, yeah. But listen, as people know on the show, we both generally like most things. Like we don't really dump on a lot of things, no. so you're not going to get the negative review from us today if that's what you're waiting for. Yeah. And I think. Some sites on the internet are doing it. I don't know if it's a clickbait thing. I don't know if it's, you know, something that people are trying to draw ads. We are an ad-free podcast. We have uh-huh. no, you know, horse in this race. Like, we are just fans of the genre, fans of the actors, fans of the movie. Right. I think you're going to get an unbiased view from us from that standpoint. So we're going to switch this up a little bit. Usually you're, you take the reins, right? Yeah. You usually ask the questions and I answer them and you retort so I'm just going to throw this one out. You see, this is probably you expected to ask me this question. I'm going to throw it right back at you okay. right now. How does it work as a Man of Steel sequel? Because it really is a direct sequel, right? Uh, so, so yeah. And I think that this, this is a bigger question, right? So this is a great question. And I think one of the things that people saw after yeah. Man of Steel was it was kind of divisive. It, it, it had like a 56, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes. And I, yeah. I hate Rotten Tomatoes now because right. I, I think 
Like this movie specifically is showing the flaw of that. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. But I think the way that it was planned was they were kind of done with Batman. Nolan kind of like got far away from it. They didn't want to change because it did so well with the critics right. and so well with people yeah. that they said, hey, let's try to do the Superman thing. Right. And Man of Steel, I just rewatched it and I could do a whole episode on that. I won't uh-huh. get into it too much, but it was very like, very controversial when it came out. People didn't like it or people loved it. Right. You know, it wasn't a lot of middle ground. And I was one of those people that really did like it when I saw it in the theater. And I haven't seen it since then uh-huh. until this week. Yeah. And I went and rewatched it. I owned it on the Blu-ray. I didn't even open it. And I wound up opening it. I put it in and I expected to be like, oh, okay, maybe I just liked it more than I should have uh-huh. based on everything that people have been talking about. No, I actually wound up liking it more than the first time I saw it. Right. And I don't know what you thought of when you saw it. And I'm not, I, I'm apologizing because I'm not really answering your question. <laughs> yeah. Are you, did you just Donald Trump me? I Donald Trumped you. Believe me. <laughs> I Donald Trumped you for a second. And the thing is, I was ready to move on to the next no. question. You totally got me. No, what I'll say is about this. And let me, let me yeah. actually answer your question. All right. I apologize. You're excited. I can tell. I'm just really fired up you're, today. Yeah, you're I'm really fired up today. Yeah. Um, what I will say is I think it worked as a sequel You'll see some things on the internet where some folks will say, I wish they had done a direct sequel. It could have used yeah. a direct sequel in between this. And one of the things I'll say spoiler free from from this point before we get into the spoiler zone, which we'll give you a heads up on. Right. There was a lot of movies within this movie. Yes. And that works for some and it doesn't work for others. And I think that's why you're seeing that mixed like 40% on Metacritic uh-huh. as a direct sequel to Man of Steel. I think it does work but it also could have used a direct sequel without Batman in it, or maybe just Batman and him and that's it. And not so much the, the ending that we got in this. And I don't want to get into it too much because we're not in that area yet, but right. I think it worked well personally. Okay. Um, quickly now that was like a five minute answer. Yes, Sorry, Donald Trump. Well, quick, quickly, um, question you asked me, I'll bounce it back to you. Um, what did you think of the pairing of Batman and Superman on the same screen? Did it I, so work for you? As a kid, honestly, that's something that you dream about. Uh-huh. As a big fan of these two, and I think it did work. I actually like the acting and the the casting choices that Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder has made. Uh-huh. I'm not like an anti-Henry Cavill fan. I think he's good. Jim Caviezel? Jim Cavie- I'm not an anti-Jim Caviezel <laughs> fan. Well, I mean, he was he was great. He and... did play another version of Jesus. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's 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 honestly, and I think Ben Affleck. People said it when it first came out. People were so mad about Ben Affleck. Ben yeah. Affleck, this Bat Ben Affleck, Affleck that. Fleck. He's a great actor. He's a great director, and I think he killed it in this movie. Well, he wasn't in it enough. Well, that the Piad business is what we call a segue. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Where does Ben Affleck's Batman performance rank? We got Bale, Clooney, Kilmer, Keaton, and your boy Adam West. Well, listen, this movie was so dark. <laughs> this is so dark that I just couldn't stand it. That's it grim needed dark. like it needed Batman in like longboard shorts surfing. Okay, <laughs> so I really think that Adam West is the best. No, I'm I'm joking. The bat to say I'm just joking. Yeah. No, I actually think that Ben Affleck gave gave Christian Bale a run for his money. Did he now? So I Bale really was, do. Bale was one. Did he get knocked down? In your I kind of think it's like a one A and one yeah. B thing. You know, and then the next guy is three. And the yeah. next guy I would probably say is like Michael Keaton. Because uh-huh. I don't think George Clooney was any good at all. And that's not really his fault. And yeah. I also don't think that Val Kilmer was that great. I know folks would argue that too. I like but... Val Kilmer. Now, could, in, in another world, in another movie, don't you think Clooney could pull off Bruce Wayne? He could, but he's not a good Batman. He kind of is he's a Bruce pansy. Wayne. He's, he's a pansy. Yeah. And that's not his fault. Like, he just, 
I don't like, know. Like, there needs to be a stud guy to be Batman, but when he's Bruce Wayne, I feel like he could be good. Yeah, so, that, that, all right. Give me, give me the quick ranking. So we got we're, Adam West doesn't count. No, I. Bale, Clooney, Kilmer, Keaton, Affleck. Quick five, go. I'm going to say number one, Bale, because he's been in more. And we've so seen more. We've seen more. It's yes. kind of like, is LeBron better than yes. Jordan? You say Jordan because LeBron's not done exactly. yet. Exactly. He's okay. not done yet. He's so not done yet. All right. One is Bale. All right. One A, excuse me. One B is Affleck. And I yeah. thought he killed it. Ooh, you gave him a 1B. So, and then I'm going to go number three because you, yeah. you got to skip two, right? Yeah. Then I'm going to say Michael Keaton is number three. Yeah. Then I'll say Adam West. All right. We're not counting Adam West. All right. <laughs> then I'll say... Clooney's no. better than West, all right. all right? No, then I'll say Kevin Conroy, the voice actor from the okay, animated series. Okay, all right. Series. Fair enough, fair he enough. He was awesome. No, I'll say, um, I'll say Clooney. Or I'm sorry, Kilmer, then Clooney. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go Bale first. Um, <sighs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I'll, I'll go Batflick two. All right. Um, <laughs> Kilmer three. I thought you were gonna do it. Now Kilmer three, Keaton four, Clooney five. Hate me if you want. A little overrated on the Keaton. Wasn't I, a huge fan of him as he's a great actor, but what you don't want to get nuts? Yeah, that's a little. I, I did buy it. I just didn't, didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> he had like the for puffy two movies, hair for two movies. I didn't buy it. All right. He had the puffy hair. No, I didn't buy him as a billionaire for a second, let alone a crime fighter. So since I'm going to have a really hard time not ranting today and talking for five minutes at a <laughs> he's time. Little, he's a little fired listen, up, folks. I, I'm apologizing, but I'm not apologizing because yeah. I'm just fired up. Yeah. I'm, I got to ask you some questions because otherwise I'm okay. just going to talk the, for right. 30 minutes straight. You're going to ask the guy that knows nothing about Batman me, about Batman. I love it. Let's do let it. Me a, let me ask you something. So I put this section in the notes. We called it together. We called it perception versus reality. Yeah. Do you think that people wanted to hate this movie going in? You know what? Uh, I, I feel like I kind of do because I, I kind of had my finger on the pulse of this movie as it was being made. And really, really from when the when Ben Affleck was first cast. Right. Yeah. When Ben Affleck, when it came out that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman and the Zack Snyder movie, it kind of like set the Internet aflame. And there was two sides to it. It was, oh, he could do it. Uh, he's improved since his Daredevil days. And there were other people that saw him as Daredevil and wanted nothing else to do with him. Get him out of the super genre, which it's kind of false to, to think that way because as we saw, Ryan Reynolds kind of escaped that yeah. in, in, the, in the Deadpool And uh, Green situation. Lantern, the other Deadpool. Yeah, from, from his Green Lantern uh, debacle, if you will. But as the, as I trumped you there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't answer my question yeah, there. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of feel like a lot of people did. It was kind of like a prove it to me kind of thing, yeah. right? And people, a lot of people seemed to rush to judgment before they even saw it, right? Well, even in the early reviews that I read, and I specifically remember one from Nerdist, it was a review, like a written review on Nerdist. Like the guy, like the headline was, or it was like a tagline of it. It said, well, you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, right. And it's like, if you go into the movie thinking that, like prove it to me, yeah. I think you're going to have a bad time. Uh-huh. I don't know how you feel about that, but that, yeah, that's yeah, kind of what of, I thought. It's kind of a backhanded compliment. Yeah. But let me contrast it, and not to turn it into a Marvel versus DC thing, Yeah. but I've seen, and because they've built their track record, right? They deserve kind of the praise that they get, yeah. I think, because they've done such a good job. Sure. And they put the time in, and maybe, yeah. the, maybe the perception is that DC's trying to jump the gun. They're not trying to, like, invest, right? They're just trying to put it all at once. But one thing that I'll see is, like, you see some of these other trailers, and people are like, I can't wait. This is going to be the best movie ever. And it's like maybe on a teaser or something. Yeah. And it's the real the perception of going into that. Yeah. And then they're, the they're ready the for it to be good rather than for Batman. They're waiting for it to be bad. People have a certain perception about Zack Snyder, and 
once they saw that it was of the same tone kind of as yeah. Man of Steel, Grim they, they were ready to jump on top of it. Yeah, the grim dark is the word that comes to mind that is spewed around a lot. As you said earlier, that's what we call a segue on the piad. Yeah, the piad. We're, we're, getting, we're getting pretty good at this kind of thing. On right? the last row, piad, our next topic is Zack Snyder. Why do you think he has this perception? Like, what, what about him? And again, I like to look at his movies as an unbiased person. People have this Michael Bay, yeah. quote, I'm making air quotes, perception of Zack Snyder. Why, he, why is that? To me, he seems like a fan. Now, we both love the movie Rockstar, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you know Rockstar, it's Mark Wahlberg, uh, where he's a fan of this fictional band, Steel Dragon. That's and, a great movie. You and, watch and, the, and the lead singer of Steel Dragon quits. Now, Mark Wahlberg is a great singer in the movie, and he and his friends do a, a tribute band of, of the of band Steel Dragon. So the so the lead singer quits in the middle of a set, right? And Wahlberg's like on stage. He's he's right next to the stage. He's in like the pit. And like they were like, who's gonna sing the next song? And like they pull him out of the crowd and he sings the next song and he kills it. Long story short, short, he becomes part of the band, right? Yeah. That's like dreams come true. That's what he says. Snyder to me seems like a fan whose dream is coming true to do these movies, does he not? Well, I mean, he says it, and whether people believe him or not. He does say he is a comic book fan. Yeah. If you've read Watchmen, the, the comic book, one of his yeah. other movies that oh, excuse came me, out. The comic book? The, the, the graphic novel. The graphic novel. novel. The book. Okay. If you've read the graphic novel Watchmen, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really good, right? So yeah. I highly recommend it if you're looking for something to read. Check that out. You watch the movie. The movie is like he shot it so well from a visual standpoint. And, that, and that's uh-huh. what people definitely give him the praise on that. They say that his character development and the movies that he makes lack substance yeah. and emotion, I guess, which I disagree he, with. He goes for style over substance. Right. And yeah. I disagree with that uh-huh. just, just on principle. But that movie is a great movie. And if you watch that, I know the ending's a little different than the yeah. actual graphic novel, but I really like that movie. It looked awesome. It was very true to like the actual panels in the comic. Yeah. You liked that movie, didn't you? I loved it, and I, I knew nothing about Watchmen, and I thought it was great. And, and the fact that after the fact, I found out that it was so devoted to its source material, it was all the more impressive. And yeah, the, the, of course it has a visual flair to it. It's kind of his thing. Um, if you look at a movie like 300, I would... Now, when I saw the theater, like it changed my life. I loved it. It was awesome. It was awesome, right? But you could make the argument that yeah, you know, maybe it is a little bit too flashy. I don't really care so much about King Leonidas, but it looks really cool, right? If nothing else. Yeah. But then I watched uh, recently, a couple months ago, I caught 300 Rise of Empires or yeah. whatever it's called. Um, that was which the sequel. Was sequel, which was direct. not directed by Zack Snyder. And that was, that was 300 without any substance. It was yeah. all style. And it was still cool, don't get me wrong, but there was a, there was certainly a huge difference between substance between 300 yeah. and the sequel which was not directed by Snyder so that right there is a great comparison to show you making the same movie having both versus not having one what, one of the other things before we move on to 300 we always talk about retrospective hate on this show yeah that's another movie that gets yeah retrospective hate when did that become such a know. crappy movie I remember that was like Life changing to a lot of people. Yeah, when that my came jaw out. was dropped when the credits rolled. Like I've never seen anything like it. It, was, it awesome. was awesome, and it looked awesome. The story was cool. It was like so true to the the actual comic, the graphic novel. Yeah. It was just really cool. And like you said, he he is a fan. 
Yeah. And maybe that maybe that's bad. Maybe fans should maybe I shouldn't make a Batman movie. I don't know. You know he's, what? he's got obviously has skills. That's what I mean. Like I he's can't a make a Batman. <laughs> he's no hack. Hack Snyder. <laughs> hack Snyder. <laughs> that's that's his nickname now. Do you, do you think that's deserved? Not at all. No, not at all. It's, it's I don't know where it comes from. And I, I'm not the one to answer. I don't know. I think people are being haters. I don't know. So I, and I don't. I don't. No, he's not my. He's not my uncle or anything like that. I don't care what he does. <laughs> Uncle's, Uncle Zach. I'll tell you. I'll tell you if I think he sucks. Yeah, I, no. So I, don't know. I, I looked at his scores on these movies, and I don't have them handy in my in my face here. But I was looking at something else recently. We talk about football on the show a lot. I was looking at um. You know, they were the we're big Eagles fans on the show. They were saying, do do the Eagles want to sign Alfred Morris? Yeah. And someone like very eloquently like showed his statistics yeah. year after year. And they just, they went from like, you know, 1500 yard rusher, whatever it was. Yeah. And then the next year was lower. The next yeah. year was lower, lower, the lower, next year lower. Was lower. Yeah. And now he's signing with Dallas as a backup. Yeah. You know, that's my fear for this guy. Because uh-huh. if you look at his movies, like justice league shorts and shoots in two weeks, I said shorts, maybe it's going to shark. Maybe it's going to shark. <laughs> it shoots in two weeks. Do you think they're going to fire him? Somewhere there's a witty critic tweet with what you just said yeah. there. It's, no. Yeah, the only way they would fire him or or quote unquote delay shooting, which is code for we're going to rethink this thing. Yeah. Is if this weekend goes by and the movie just completely bombs at the box office, which is not true, which I saw it. I think it broke Age of Ultron's record for Thursday pre-release yeah. numbers. It made like 30 million or 20, 27 yeah. million, I think it was mm-hmm. on Thursday. So. That goes to show you that we're on a trend where this is going to be a successful movie. Dollars-wise. Yeah, whether or not the critics gave it a good score. I not. saw it was set for like 175 is what they're projecting yeah. as of you know 725. Right. On uh, a, everything I know about the movie business I learned from Entourage, and I think 175 sounds pretty good. Yeah. So I don't think Zach has anything to worry about. He can go start shooting Aquaman and all that There's crap. There's no rolling blackouts right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> so thinking about his Rotten Tomato scores like Alfred Morris's rushing career. Yeah. I just start to see some flaws with this system. Oh, and absolutely. maybe we should stop using it on the show. I don't know. Yeah, I I, w- I would lead the charge if you want to just delete Rotten Tomatoes from our. So we use them. We 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 reference it to um, just at the beginning to show you how the critics liked our movie when we when we do a movie. I'd be fine with kicking that and use a meta- Metacritic or I, even just nothing at all. I think Metacritic is a is a better way yeah. to do it from a from an actual standpoint so are we going to hereby take a stand and, and no longer mention the words rotten and tomatoes combined in the same sentence see I, people are going to think that i'm like i'm butthurt about it and now i'm like oh I, I, I think am you're a little, little butthurt about I it am a little yeah, bit. I mean, I you're am. allowed to be scored you know i'm not telling you this is the greatest movie ever i won't ever claim that that's true yeah but i can tell you that it's not a 30 yeah it shows you that there's a flaw right it, in, this in movie system. this movie is not worse than entourage at 33 percent so Entourage is 30%, and right now this is at 29? It was 29, it jumped back up to 30. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, right? That that goes to show you that there's there's something wrong with the system. The, the first Hulk movie. With Eric Bana. With Eric Bana was a 61%, and I remember yeah. that like was critically like hated. Uh, the users hated that, so the user score for that was 29. Yeah. Like the first Fantastic Four. Let me tell you, what do you think that got? First Fantastic Four, I would, the I would give it like a 14%. It right? got a 27. Two... Three points lower than this. So we're on. So this Batman vs Superman is pretty much on par with that movie in Rotten Tomatoes world. What do you think Batman Forever got? Batman Forever probably in the twenties. Forty one percent. User score thirty three. <laughs> so this is so by this logic, Batman Forever is better than this. No, see that, that's enough. Say no more. We're done with this. we're done with this, right? And I know what the flaw is, right? So not every critic 
writes their article with the same system in place. Some use one out of ten, some use one out of five, four-star system, A, B, C, D, F, right? Yeah. So how do you call it rotten? How do you call it fresh? Like, what, like how, do you, how do you say that, right? We used the entourage joke before, but do you think something like this could torpedo a movie? Like Rain Wilson torpedoing yeah. Aquaman at well, Comic-Con. I will tell you that it can torpedo Aquaman because nobody gives a shit about Aquaman, all right? <laughs> I don't care if Carl Drago's playing him. I don't care if Vinny Chase is playing him. But for a movie like Batman, Superman, or Batman v Superman combined, the characters are already well-known and established. So I feel like a couple of nerds writing on their blogs say this movie sucks because the color palette is too dark. It's not going to affect box office numbers that greatly. But... I think we've already spent too much time saying the words rotten and or tomatoes, not just in this episode, but in previous podcasts where we use them to rank our movies. We're setting it through. We're, we're it's getting the boot. We're going to go Metacritic. Metacritic. All right. They took, they took a jump. We're done. So before we move on from this topic, I want to leave you with one like review here. Just yeah. that it stood out to me. It really got you. This is the type yeah. of thing that people are writing. And it's like, I said this to you before. It's in the age of internet advertising, people are trying to out clickbait each other. Right. So it's like once the negative reviews started rolling in, it was like, how can I make this more dramatic than yeah. the last guy? How like, can my blurb be more inflammatory than the last guy's blurb? Maybe they didn't like the movie and that that's fine. Yeah. But it's like the language of these yeah. just gets more bombastic and uh-huh. ridiculous as we go. So let, let me read this to you. So this is a quote. This comes to you from some joker at some joke blog read by some joker at some joke podcast <laughs> called The Last Row. This is, this is, you know, I don't matter. Yeah. I don't know if this matters either, but here's what it says. Quote, one of the worst superhero movies ever made. It is worse than Batman and Robin. Whoa. Which is not true because Batman and Robin got an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, in his mind. It is worse than Catwoman. Whoa. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It is worse than last summer's Fantastic Four. Whoa. Michael don't B. Know. Jordan. Don't know because I never saw it, even though Vince Howard was in it. A lugubrious experience. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. A lugubrious experience that squanders every ounce of promise. How how do you feel it stacks up against those movies, Badway? Well, this is the problem with the the website that should not be named to judge movies anymore. Is they give some joker from Isle Seat, some some blog called Isle Seat. Uh, uh, what is it? What do they call it? Uh. It's like a certified reviewer. Certified reviewer, right? Can we get certified? We should get certified. We just denounced them that we were not allowed. No, well, we can, we, can, we can infiltrate the system from the inside and make it better, <laughs> all right? It's a positive force for yes, change. Yes, <laughs> to, to further push up the scores of movies like Entourage and Batman v Superman. But no, that right there goes to show you, it's just uh, hyperbole on top of hyperbole. Oh, this movie's so bad, it's worse than Fantastic Four. No, it's not. This movie's so bad, it's worse than Catwoman. No, it's not. No chance in hell. No way. No how. There was another one that said that the rev- like the movie didn't have any fun, and it's you know it's not funny. You know we talked a little bit. There's some jokes. There's in a little it. bit of humor in there, of it's, course. It's not like a comedy. It's, it's not. I wasn't crying. It wasn't somber. Like, it wasn't all somber. Look at Ant Man. Ant Man is like a comedy. It's a straight up comedy. Right? Not Paul Rudd. I mean, I haven't God seen sake. it. Paul Rudd is a comedic actor. Yeah. Ben Affleck is not a comedian. Robert Downey Jr. is is a funny guy. It's yeah. the way it is. It, it, I don't want to be the, the apologist, so I'm just going to yeah. leave my personal opinions right. out of it. I'm totally fine with people not liking it. Yeah, the, the bottom line is people knock this movie for being too grim, too somber. Well, I'll tell you what. Being Batman sucks, all right? And being Superman freaking sucks. You don't want to be Superman. He is Superman. He has to be. And Batman is just a lunatic. 
his parents died and just has that chip on his shoulder the entire his entire life. It sucks to be him. It sucks to be you, dude. So when you got those two guys who just have a shit card handed to them, it's it's going to be a somber mood. I'm sorry. Before we move on to our spoiler section here, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. I promise I will shut up now. For the whole podcast, it's going to be me. I'm gonna, it's just going to be you talking right. for the rest. Right, so it'll you, be like five minutes. You're going to be solo. Okay. <laughs> no, what I will say for the people that have not seen it yet, before you turn this off, if you're listening, hopefully you come back to the second half after you've seen it. What I will tell you is, it is not worse than those movies. I can, it's definitely not. That's your plea to America? It's not better than, in the world? I'll be straight up. It's not better than the Nolan movies. I'll just be straight. It's not better than the Nolan movies. Shoot them straight. The Dark Knight is still, I think, the best superhero movie that's been out there. Right. It's my favorite, personally. I think Batman Begins is probably better. I think The Dark Knight Rises is probably on par with it, actually. I would agree with that. But I don't think that those movies are better than this. And now I'm going to shut up. <laughs> so that right there was your spoiler-free zone of Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. If you don't want to hear spoilers, then stop listening in three, two, one. Batman dies. Just kidding. All right. But seriously. <laughs> but seriously, now we're going to start yeah. the spoiler edition. So turn this podcast off now. La- this is your last warning. This is your last warning. Okay. So what was your most memorable performance of, uh, of the entire cast? We got uh, Henry Cavill, we got Ben Affleck, Amy Adams as Lois Lane, Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. <laughs> Gal Gadot. I don't know how to say her name. Godot, the, the girl from Fast and Furious. Hans right? Chick. Yeah, and Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I think it's probably, honestly, it's probably a tie between... Who did you like? Affleck and Irons. I thought... Yeah. You I like loved, the duo, good duo. Dude, I loved Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I feel like I wish he was in it more. Yeah, he was great. What's no, your, what's yours? No, he definitely was. I thought Affleck did a great job of of especially being Bruce Wayne, not so much Batman. I mean, he was good as Batman. Don't get me wrong, but as Bruce Wayne in particular, I thought he was a great Bruce Wayne, and I would have loved to see more of him inside that character. And I'm sure we will see it um, if this Justice League movie gets made. It, it comes sure down will. to what what you said, though. It's like. There was so much of everybody yeah. that there wasn't a lot of anybody. Yeah. And I, if that I, makes sense. It does. And I also really enjoyed Jesse Eisenberg. He was like unhinged in this movie. He really threw himself out there. And the thing is, I feel like Jesse Eisenberg is a very uh, polarizing uh, person. He's yeah, character. He is. He's the way he, he has really his one style and it, you either like him or you don't like him. And I happen to like him. And I thought he was, I thought he was really good in this movie. You, 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 um, you likened him to kind of a Riddler type in this movie, more so than a cerebral yeah. uh, bril- uh, genius, as, as Lex Luthor usually is. And I would agree with that sentiment, but I still enjoyed it, because I thought he, he really threw himself into the character. Yeah, and I think, I don't think he was bad by any means. I yeah. thought, he, you know, I read this in one of the reviews, like, you know, he saw it and he went for it, and he just, he like put himself out there. Yeah. And I think he definitely came across as like a Batman Forever Jim Carrey Riddler. Yeah, he really, he, he almost tried to steal the show. I thought you know? he would have been pretty good as the Riddler yeah. or something like that, maybe just a different type of character. Uh-huh. But he wasn't actually Lex Luthor. If you, if you paid attention to the movie, you hear that he's his son. His son. He's Al- different. Yeah. He's Alexander, different, Alexander Luthor. Yeah, different yeah. character. And you know what? It's a different take on the character. It's like people grow up and they get so mad at like things changing. It's like yeah. you can't hold on to what it was. I'm specifically thinking about an article I read on Polygon where they were mad like, this is the character I grew up with. This is my Superman and you changed it. It's like, please, I don't, I'm not of that mentality. Maybe some other people like don't want it to change, 
But I just think that that's kind of unrealistic when you yeah. think about movies being made. Something changes all the time. I got I got, I got something to say. Grow up, right? Yeah. Grow, grow up. I mean, right? I, I think one, change. Of, one of the lines in the thing was, um, you know, Superman gets his powers from the field, not from the sun. <laughs> yeah. Because his dad told him that. And your that's dad's, fine. It's your just, dad's stupid. No. It's just... Stop it. It's dumb to me to, like, hang on to that. And yeah. I, there's definitely nostalgia associated yeah. with this type of it, stuff growing up. Right. There definitely is. But I just don't hold on to it that way. And, and you know what? That's great. And a new movie should not diminish your old feelings. You, that's They're there. That's why you can go watch that movie if you want to see it. You know? Maybe but, maybe I'm being a hypocrite. Like, is this me being mad that they remade Karate Kid? Let me. I'll be honest. No, on because you're here. as we said in our last on demand episode, you're allowed to reboot superhero yeah. movies as many times as you're you right. want. You're allowed to. I just want to be fair because I yeah. don't want to be the guy that's like calling poo poo no, on everybody else. Keep me honest here. Keep no, me honest. In the superhero realm, you're allowed to reboot as many times as you want. So no ifs, ands, or buts. No worries. Um, before we get off of actors, I also thought Lawrence Fishburne was pretty funny as uh, as Perry White. Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus himself. Um, as Perry White, I don't know who Perry White is in the comic lore. It's just the editor of the, the, editor of the Daily, of the Daily Planet. Planet. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and I thought he was great. He, he was good. He was one of the better performances, I think. Yeah, and he was, and he was a little bit of that levity. And otherwise, dark movie. He a lot of the a, a lot of like the subtle humor came from his character. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this thing, right? Let's do three things, right? Three things you liked and three things you didn't like about Batman v Superman. Go. Oh man. This let's is, start. Let's just start with the like. We'll do okay. the we'll do the dislike separate. It's going to be tough, but I'll, I'll tell you. So, just off the top of my head, three things that I like without getting into too much. I really like Ben Affleck. Yeah. I thought he was a a good surprise, especially for the people that were very like cautious about him. Yes, it's hard. It's hard to trust again. I thought when, he when was, you get when you get uh, daredeviled. I don't know if this counts as a one A and one B, but I I really like Jeremy Irons as I said. Yeah. I thought he was awesome as Alfred, and I liked the relationship that they you had. Want a, you want a buddy buddy film with yeah. with Jeremy Irons and I Ben would, Affleck in the future? Dude, I would love to see a standalone Batman film with Ben Affleck in it. I just think it would be awesome. Well, the way they make these movies, and probably like twenty twenty six, you're gonna see it. So yeah, get right. ready. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought he was great. Um, yeah. The other thing, the second thing I would say, I thought the acting was good, despite what most of the reviews are saying. I thought the acting was really good. It was, totally. The performances were really good from everybody all around. And then the third thing that I liked personally was I liked how they tried to, as much as you can, ground some of these things in reality. Like they yeah. answer more of the philosophical questions like, why do we need a Superman? Do we need a Superman? Yeah. You know, the things like this guy can basically blow up anybody he wants what is that like? Like he has a hard time. He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. And Some people don't like that. And you know what? Um, uh, off that line, do we need a Superman? What if he wants to blow up the world? I thought it was a very interesting line that Ben Affleck or, or Bruce Wayne had in this movie where he said 20 years in Gotham City and it's enough to turn anybody crazy. We've seen our, our share of psychos. So the, as Ben Affleck doesn't know much about Superman, he knows that there's a chance, and as the, the famous line, if there's a one percent chance that he can turn bad, it's we have to treat it like a certainty. Yeah, that's almost like a very, very parody friendly line. So, what are three things that you liked about this movie? Uh, I really liked the acting, like you said, the acting was superb. I thought I didn't think there were any weak spots, and I thought the casting was really, really on point. Um, I liked the inclusion of Wonder Woman. I know it was a it was a point of of contention for a lot of people, and people are a little worried about it. As a throw-in, I didn't think it was a throw-in. At the same time, it wasn't that central to the like. It was central to the plot, but it it didn't get in the way. 
I thought the way that yeah. they put her in, they interwove her into the story, and then she kind of disappeared, and yeah. then she jumped back in at right. the end. Yeah. Like, so I thought it, that was cool. It wasn't just an add-on, but at the same time, there was a lot going on in this movie, and time was of the essence, because you only have two and a half hours. But they did a really good job of of making her effective, but also kind of letting her do her own thing, setting up possibly uh, a full-length Wonder Woman feature in the future. Um. Also, aesthetically, I thought the music, the movie looked great. There were a lot of CG moments where you couldn't really tell what what was CG, what wasn't, um, including maybe some of the scenes where the Batmobile was crashing through some things. And the Batmobile looked pretty badass too, right? That was. I don't know if we could do a quick ranking, but yeah, where does that rank in your favorite Batmobiles? It's up there. It was you. pretty awesome looking. Yeah. I'm a fan of the Tumbler because it's something different, and it, yeah. it's, it just seems to like to just just beast mode everyone. I like the first one. From uh from uh, the Tim Burton days, yeah, that was cool. I'm a too. fan of that. Not so much the the Joel Schumacher ones, the one where he had like a cockpit. It was yeah. like open. That was pretty lame. Wasn't that was it? the Batman. That was pretty lame. The Batman <laughs> and Robin one. It was like it didn't like. Did he get like bugs in his face? Because yeah, he didn't I, even yeah, have like a probably, windshield. Yeah, I like the uh, animated series one. I know it's sitting on the floor right next to your foot here. Oh yeah, I'm looking at that. I have yeah. like the full scale replica. I like that one. But this one was cool because it was kind of like a mashup of the tumbler. It had the the, the ruggedness of the tumbler. And it also had kind of like the sleekness of some of the other ones. Yeah. And I don't know if I already said three or not. I, I kind of lumped a bunch into one thing, aesthetics. But I also, like like you uh, talked about humanizing the characters, I also liked, I, I, I'm a fan of the serious nature of, of the movie about kind of, it's it seems more weighty than if you want to compare it to Marvel. Like the moral questions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It seems more... Um, I don't know. It seemed more urgent, you know, yeah. as far as human mankind. Like whereas, the heaviness. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the like Avengers, there's obviously there's a threat on the world, but it it didn't seem as dire or or questionable, if you will, because there's still a question of whether or not Superman is good for us, right? And yeah. I, th- I thought that kind of question is a lot better than than the other ones. It was an interesting angle to take, yeah. and the one thing I will say, people forget. Did you see who executive producer was? Uh, I did. I did not uh, catch Christopher it. Nolan. Okay. And so I don't know if people remember this, but back we talked a little bit in the beginning of the show when the first Superman, you know, news came out. Hey, they're making something. It's Man of Steel. Yeah. They said, "Oh, Christopher Nolan wants to help out, but he's he doesn't really want to do the movie because he's had enough of superhero genres. He's going to move on. He did a few other movies. He was working on Inception, probably. Or I'm um, sorry, not Inception, Interstellar at the Interstellar, time. Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. He did did a lot of heavy research for that. Right. The one thing that I do remember was. They were saying, like, how can we make it grounded in reality, right? Yes. And that was a thing that people loved about The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. They loved that. Yeah. And, yeah, how can you ground an alien guy that can fly around and heal and is bulletproof? Right. I thought they took an interesting take on it. Now, that upset some people. I thought it was cool. A cool way to do it. Again, girl, it's, different. it's, it's something different. It might not be for you. That's fine. But don't cry about it. Right? So what are three things that you didn't like, if you uh, have three? Well, dislikes... I didn't like, now this is my, I, I've, I've talked about this in the past, I don't like the mashing of the entire DC World Justice League. They did throw uh, the Justice League, they set up a Justice League movie very subtly in the movie, in the middle of the movie, which I felt they could have maybe done that, like as a closing credit. It seemed like a closing closing credit sequence in the middle of the movie with yeah. Wonder Woman and all that. Not Wonder Woman and her character, but, you know, with with, uh, with uh, looking it up and everything. But... I I didn't like that, and 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 on to that, which is kind of a catch twenty two because the whole Batman versus Superman thing, you, you alluded to this earlier that there are a lot of stories to tell in this movie. There's not enough time. There just isn't enough time. Yeah, I wanted to see 
more of the question of morality with bat with uh, with superman i wanted to see more of interactions between bruce wayne and clark kent yeah we only really got the one and, and it's fairly early in the movie i wanted to see more of that that's what's one of my dislikes second dislike would be one of the parts of the trailer a, a lot of their their confrontations in the trailer turns out to actually be a dream sequence as we find out in the yeah. movie and i think that's kind of a cheap way to advertise the movie and also to to look forward to and maybe looking back on it, maybe it's fairly obvious that his dream sequence in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at it as one, but I could see yeah. if you didn't, if you weren't a casual fan, if yeah. you were a casual fan, I yeah. could see how you might think that it right. wasn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know any better. And to me, it kind of painted uh, Superman as kind of a villain in the trailer. Yeah. Not so much a villain, but maybe a villainous tendencies. Not that he's going to go blow people up or anything like that. Yeah. So that was kind of a downer for me. And and uh, leading into that, also the fight scenes in particular, I thought the fight scenes were amazing, and I would have also liked to put that on my likes. Yeah, but I don't want to say there's there were too many of them because there weren't. But I I liked the political aspect of this movie so much, I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. So if we could dial back the the fight scenes a little bit to get more of that, excluding the final twenty minutes against Doomsday and all that with, with Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was that was amazing, right? That was that was freaking awesome. So I, I would have added that to my likes, but it's also it's a good segue. That that's on my list of dislikes, not the fight. But yeah. I I don't know, and I don't think this is really a dislike. But if there's any way that I critique it, I felt like Doomsday. I don't know. I I think it comes back to there was so much in the movie. Yeah. And before I give it my final score at the end of the show, I I think it was so hard to shoehorn everything in. So Doomsday kind of was like. Oh yeah, here's this bad guy. Yeah. We, we, you got to fight this bad guy who's like pretty damn impossible. And I think what they're doing is they're setting it up for the Justice League movie, which obviously had is going to have dark side in it. I think based on the imagery and you know what they're alluding at, especially you know Eisenberg at the end when he's like he knows the the noise went into the, to Ding the stars. Ding dong. He was going nuts, right? Yeah. So that was that was cool, but I also feel like Doomsday kind of felt like a throwaway character. Like oh yeah, you just gotta fight somebody. Yeah, it was like it was like it was, it was almost it wasn't a final boss, right? Yeah, it was a level boss. Yeah, it was a level yeah. boss, right? Yeah. The final boss is in the next. It movie. It was a hell of a level boss. Yeah, he's sometimes like, the level boss is harder yes. than the final he's, boss. He's kind of like when you're fighting. Is it Mortal Kombat? I'm thinking two. We yeah. have to fight like is it Motaro? Motaro. Yeah, like he can be kind of cheap. Yeah, but like Shao Kahn is like he's really the big boss, right? He's right. the final boss. Yeah, but like Motaro sometimes can be cheap or. Even like Goro was cheap in Mortal Kombat One. Yeah. Like it depends on what game you're talking about. But I, I see what you're saying. So I don't think he was, I don't think he was bad or anything. If there was any type of complaint, and it's not even really a complaint, it's just it's the nature of having to do all this stuff in yeah. one movie. Well, yeah. Well, uh, for me as a person who doesn't really know who Doomsday is, other than playing the Injustice video game, I, I thought he was fine. Like I thought yeah, it was a very he was cool. It was a formidable final boss for the movie for sure. I don't know any of his backstory, so for, to me as like this hulking monster that seems unbeatable. Yeah. It was pretty freaking awesome. One of the, the, the other, so my second dislike was that I wish there was more of the dream sequence uh -huh. um, because I think it was really cool personally. And yeah. I just felt like it. And, and we're going to talk about this in a second. What was cut from the movie? We don't yeah. know. Right. Cause there is a 30 minute like hunk of footage that got cut from this movie and is going to be putting into the ultimate edition, which is what Zack Snyder was saying. Uh -huh. I don't know if that got cut. Yeah. But I thought that was really cool. And it reminded me, you mentioned it, the Injustice video game reminded yeah. me exactly of it. Okay. So I think I said this to you and our friend Jeremy after the movie in the theater. I felt like there was so many different, like literal comic storylines in this movie. They didn't uh -huh. know kind of which one. There so, was like the the death of Superman type stuff. There was the, the, the doomsday stuff. There was the thread with Injustice. 
There right. was this thread with Batman, you know, beating the shit out of everybody. It it was kind of all over the place from that standpoint. So I don't know. I, I just, I like the Injustice storyline. I think it's yeah. cool. The game, the comics, that was kind of cool. Two things I wanted to pull before you go on to your last dislike that you were just talking about. Um, one thing I really liked about Batman being older, it seemed like he was just sick of it. He, he was sick. He was DGAF, sick of everyone's man. shit. All right. DGAF. Yeah. He was pounding people like he's just. He was just so annoyed with crime and the world, and I'm just going to take it out of your yeah. face. Branding people, he was he was done with it. I, and yeah, there were a few casualties, but you know, it's self-defense, baby. He didn't, he he wasn't wielding weapons. Like, he didn't yeah. have guns in his belt, and he wasn't shooting people in the face. Like, yeah, yeah there was, and that's a, that's a big thing. So people are very upset that Batman, quote-unquote, killed people. He killed a man. Way. If you're a purist, yeah, I could see why you're upset, but... Yeah. I, it was self-defense. It was... It was him or them. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's it was cool, and and to piggyback on your point, this was some of the best live action Batman footage I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah, his costume looked awesome. He was kicking the shit out of. He people. looked hulking, like he, he was. looked like you know. A lot of times, Batman he kind of looks slim, yeah. a little bit. Like he looked like I don't know, it was the suit, but he looked like a a tough guy. Well, he almost looked like a wrestler. If you compare it to the Dark Knight. Uh, the second suit, right? Not yeah. the first one. The one uh-huh. where he had like the pieces of armor. If they tried to yeah. make it really sleek, make it move around. Right. This one, he was huge. Yeah. And was awesome when he was beating people up. And it reminded me so much of the Arkham series video games. Uh-huh. He like, I'm pretty sure he did a wall takedown. He pulled a guy through a wall at he one did. point. He had the gadgets that he shot on the guns that disabled the guns. Yes. But he had all the power ups because he didn't, he wasn't able to only use it three times. Did you catch the rock bottom? Yeah, he, he rock, rock bottom some poor guy. The guy's head went through the floor. <laughs> so he was in DGAF mode this entire movie and I loved it. That was um, awesome. And you talked about dream sequences real quick. I thought it was kind of lame where, where I later found out it was the flash. I didn't know. There was this dream sequence where there was some guy in a tornado with a stupid hat on and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's Lois. You saw the movies, the yeah. spoiler section. You know what I'm talking about. I thought that was so lame. Maybe it's a throwback to a comic uh, line or something, or I, I just thought it was so I, I, terrible. Only seeing it, I'm, I'm like 99% sure that was the Flash. I, I can't say for 100% certainty because I haven't really looked anything up. We recorded yeah. this right after we watched it. Yeah. What I can say is, you know, he's been known to travel through time and universes. That makes sense. So that could yeah. happen. He's a but I think it, it was interesting, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, way to put it nicely. I don't it, think it was bad. But uh, it was it was, it was, was cringeworthy for me, just for me. I could see people being upset because it's like, hey, you're just trying to throw all these people in here. And yeah, it's a valid argument. I can't argue yeah. it. I, I didn't mind it, but I can't. I could see people being but upset. The silver lining to that is... It was a dream sequence off of a dream sequence. Yeah. It was the double fake Inception, out. Inception, man. I love it. I love he, the double fake out. He went Inception. Like, uh, what's that movie? Um, with uh, Breck and Meyer and, and uh, <laughs> Tom Green. Road Trip. Road Trip. They do that a lot. The double fake out. The, the double, double dream sequence. You don't know when it's coming. But yeah. Did you have any more dislikes? I think you're due for one more. Or are I, you done? I could say one more. I, it's not really a dislike. It's just, I don't know if Eisenberg's portrayal of Luther was like my favorite, but it wasn't bad. I, I thought he was good. He was a good actor, but I guess if maybe they could have cast it differently or do so, he would have been better. I think as like the mad hatter or like the Riddler, because I think that type of, I over guess the he top would be a good Riddler. Yeah. I think he would have been really good as that. Not a good Joker though. No, not, definitely no. not. He would have been not a good Joker, but I could see him as a Riddler or like maybe a mad hatter type character. 
I'm not upset but, about it. I but don't again, think he's bad. As you said, he's the son of Lex Luthor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really know Lex Luthor had a son. So he's allowed to be any, any kind of character he wants. It's there's just, no source material. Well, that's sort of the source material. But if you're thinking of Lex Luthor, I think of Lex Luthor as some, like, almost boring, very deliberate kind of genius. Yeah. Right? I mean, different style of character. That's yeah. all. Right. So talk about the movie having about a half hour worth of cuts. What do you what do you think they cut? I have no idea. My guess is that they so what they said was they cut some violence. They cut some scenes. Some people saw this thing where Jenna Malone was supposedly casted as Barbara Gordon. So in the comics, there's a very famous story. Who's called Barbara the, Gordon? Is so that Commissioner Gordon's Commissioner daughter? Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Okay. There's a very famous comic storyline called The Killing Joke, where the Joker shoots her and paralyzes her. Okay. So, I've heard of that story, yeah. So they're making an actual animated okay. film of that. Um, yeah. You know, the Bruce Tim and uh, Paul Dini and all them. It's going to be awesome. It's pretty brutal. I mean, he shoots her in the spine yeah. and she's paralyzed and she turns into Oracle. The other thought would be that Jason Todd comes back as Red Hood. So maybe that's another storyline uh-huh. they could go with. But uh, maybe I would suspect either him killing Robin. But I didn't see Jared Leto filming for this. No. I didn't know about that. My guess is dream sequence or maybe some more violence. You sound like you know what you're talking about. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? But do you think it would be better? Like because people had complained. There was too many cuts. The cuts were weird. They went from place to place. Yeah. I didn't think so. No, I, I wasn't lost at all. It was a very simple story to follow, I felt. Like, I, people were saying they went from one place to another without explanation, but to me, it seemed like juxtaposition. Yeah. Like, hey, they're talking about the Senate hearing, and then the next scene shows something else. Like, I, I maybe I need to watch it again to see how no. odd it is. I thought it was fine, and I like. I thought that the running time was perfect. I like long movies. Two and a half is right around right around the sweet spot. Nothing, nothing too much longer than that. Three is too long, so I thought it was perfect. So, did you think that the Justice League tie-ins? I mean, they they didn't cut that. You mentioned that it might have been better as a cr- post-credit scene, which people were waiting for, and there wasn't any. If you're listening to this, you should know that, right? Yeah. Um, do you think they were forced, or did you like how they did it? I don't think it was forced, but. I just, I thought it was a little cheesy, yeah. but that, that might just be me hating Aquaman because yeah. Aquaman was that, really lame. Listen, I listen, totally lame. I love Jason Momoa. I, yeah. I think he's going to be a good Aquaman, he's, but I thought the way that they did he's it not going to be, he's not going to be speaking to Arthraki in this movie. Too. It was really funny because they like <laughs> open up the ship. If you've yeah. seen this, they open up the ship and he just kind of like, he shows his face and he's like yeah. floating around in the water with his beautiful hair in the, in the thing. <laughs> and he like looks at him weird. Cause I mean, We've thought about it. Like, how does an Aquaman movie work? How do you shoot a movie with a guy in the ocean? I, I don't yeah, know. It's I don't know. There's a lot of CG, and it's why I questioned how good Vince, uh, Vince, uh, Vincent Chase, Vincent Chase's Aquaman really was because uh, CG back then as well. Like, how good could it possibly be? They got to get him out of that water, Drew. They have to. They have to. Please get him out of this water. The only thing I would say about these tie-ins is that it was an interesting way to do it. Wonder Woman. Is looking for this computer file. Lex Luthor's been keeping files on everybody. Some people hated it. Yeah. I thought if you're going to try to shoehorn everybody in, it was a, maybe a creative way to do it without yeah. making it more forced. But some people said it was forced. Yeah, it was. To me, it seemed like, like I said before, an after credits sequence Easter egg in the middle of the movie. But it didn't take away from the movie. It was like 30 seconds max and it was done and it was fine. All right. So in wrapping up the actual meat and potatoes of the movie, uh, did the Batman versus Superman fight satisfy you? I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And I'm going to have to try to slow down because I'm getting excited about this as as we speak. How did you like the suit? Batman's I, suit. I thought it was awesome. Him. I got to tell you, like, seeing the trailer, everyone said, you've seen everything. 
Yeah. You had, but I felt like the scenes were actually a little shorter than I expected. Like the Batman fight. I didn't really know why they were fighting. Like you knew what they did in the comic. Yeah. But I think in the movie. Well, Lex set it up. Yeah. yeah. He was messing with them the whole time. They made it seem like it was the Joker. It wasn't. It was Lex Luthor messing with Bruce Wayne. Yep. You know, they were, he was just toying with them the whole time. He wanted them to kill each other. Yeah. But getting to the fight, the fight, like you said earlier, was one of the best fights I've seen in a movie. It was pretty awesome. It was short, but it was pretty brutal, man. Like It was. When Batman was like about to kill him, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't see it getting, like I heard it was dark, right? Right. Like when you hear dark, you have a, a thought. Uh-huh. What did you think? Did you, were you like cringing? Did you think like, man, is he really going to do this? No, I just thought it was... It was one of the most exciting fight sequences I've seen in a long time. It's, that's the strength of this movie is, is that scene and the final scene with Doomsday versus the the three of them. It helps speed up the action that was kind of lacking in the first half of the movie, I guess. Which for me, it didn't matter so much because I liked the political aspect of the movie. But those final two scenes, fight scenes, really, really hammered home the awesome action. And like we we're talking about Zack Snyder, his visual style was just like on full blast. Especially yeah. in those two scenes. I love that it was raining and it was night. It looked awesome with the, the lights of Batman's eyes and the yeah. suit was pretty cool. It looked like the comics. I thought that was awesome. And the whole kryptonite aspect, like kryptonite's usually pretty lame. It's like, yeah. oh, get this rock, get it away from me. <laughs> yeah. You know, but Batman made some awesome like traps with it. He had like a grenade at one point with like a gas grenade. Yeah, I like the gas grenade thing. That, that was, was pretty cool. And the way that they used it was pretty awesome. So they're done fighting. Batman was going to kill him with a kryptonite spear. That was pretty badass, too. Decided not to use it, throws it away. So this, to me, was our Back to Our 24 roots. This was the Kim Bauer plot point of the year. Oh, God. <laughs> Where they throw the kryptonite spear away, and Lois Lane, thinking she's going to help, picks up the spear and throws it down this pool of water. Was, I don't, where, where was it? It was like, it, it was in the same room. It was like yeah. this docks. It was like, so she throws, she goes and throws it. She, she thinks she's going to get rid of it. So Superman, like it'll, it'll be away, right? The Kim Bauer cougar. Yeah. So it turns out 10 minutes later, they need it again to kill Doomsday, right? So she goes down there. She has to go fish it out because she thinks she's helping, right? Gets stuck underneath some freaking concrete. She's going to drown. Has to pull Superman away from the fight. This big monster's gonna kill everyone, but Superman has to stop what he's doing to go help poor Lois, right? Yeah. It's just, I thought it was so lame how she threw it away and then needed it in like a span of 10 minutes. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. Yeah. But I thought the, the spear itself was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the spear itself was great. So obviously at the end, Superman basically sacrifices himself. I, I didn't think kill, they were gonna do to it. To kill both him and Doomsday. I didn't think they were gonna yeah. do it. I did because I'm a fool for reading some reviews. See, reviewers, Reviewer 101 states that you don't give away the plot of the movie, especially the ending. This jagoff from the Washington <laughs> Post, I don't know who it was. We have a friend that works there. He, not, he didn't write this. <laughs> they wrote in the first sentence of the review, oh, well, it's kind of fitting that the movie starts with a funeral and ends with a funeral. And I read that first. It was the first line. I, so you knew someone was I knew going someone down. was going to die at the end. And I was like, it's going to be Superman. Of course, it's going to be Superman. So, of course, Superman dies, sacrifices himself, kills Doomsday and himself. How did you feel? What were your emotions I, when so Superman was dead? I was feeling a little emotional when he was getting his ass kicked by Batman. And I love Batman. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But I, I saw a spoiler myself. And I saw, oh, yeah, they kill Superman. I was like, they're not going to do it. Or, yeah. like, I thought when they nuked him, that's when he died. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was too early. 
Because if you remember, they nuked him in space. Yeah. The president ordered the nuke strike, you know, doomsday. Like, and, and people were mad, too, about, oh, they destroyed the city, so they would they try to fly him to space. Like, they right. made a point, right? Yeah. But they were fighting in space, and if maybe the government didn't do that, Superman would have flown him to another planet or thrown yeah. him in the sun. Right. I don't know, something. But I was a little emotional when it happened. But you know he's not dead. He's coming back for the next one. I know you almost cried when you thought Batman died at the end of Dark Knight yeah, Rises. So I, I was, did. I was trying to look over and see if I saw any tears. No, I, I <laughs> was a wreck at the end of that because that was the end of you know the era. They got yeah, the statue it, up. He could have died at the end of that movie. He so could you, have died. You were, you were taken aback and then you saw him in the rest of you're like... <gasps> I still stand by the fact that at the end of that, they should have just shown Alfred. They shouldn't yeah. have shown him and let Leave it up it to you. Ended. No, but I, I got emotional about yeah. it. It was, okay. it was I didn't think they would go there, but they did. And that's another storyline that they put in, right? right? So it's it's interesting where they're going. Yeah. So they put him in the casket, and at the very right before the credits cut, the dirt moves. Yeah. So he's not dead. I guess you can't kill Superman. Or I does mean, he just need to rest? He's sleeping off. He's he's kind of he's like he got drunk. Does yeah, does he sleep off the kryptonite like a hangover? He had a was bender. That, is that what he do? Do you need water and? That greasy food. He had a bender. That- <laughs> yeah. He needs some McDonald's. Get Go that to man McDonald's. some McDonald's. Soak up all yeah. that alcohol, and he'll be good. McDonald's might not be enough. Maybe you got to take him to five guys. I don't know. He needs yeah. the five guys. Yeah. So the movie ends with a funeral. Yeah. The movie was a little dark. Totally dark. Most people on the internet wanted it to be a light and campy type movie, which I don't think anybody thought it was going to be going in. What do you think of this as serious and dark versus happy and light? Do you think it worked better? Would it have better? Would it have been better to you if it was campy? Absolutely not. You can't make it campy, but I thought there were some opportunities where you could have sprinkled a few more jokes in there. We talk about Batman and, um, or Bruce Wayne and Alfred, and their interactions are always pretty humorous. Alfred's always a funny guy, whether he's the old man in, um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yes. <laughs> Carrying the drunk girl to the car. Yes. Well, I w- I'm thinking before that. I wouldn't call Michael Caine the old man. Who's the guy from Batman Forever? And, and Batman and Robin. What's oh, his name? That old guy? The old dude. The old Alfred. Like the old Alfred. Oh, I, I didn't like that guy. Well, he sucks. Uh, <laughs> he didn't suck, but anyway. He had some type of cancer or whatever that they needed Mr. Freeze's technology for. Yeah, Batgirl's, Batgirl's father? No, his, her uncle? Her uncle. Her uncle, whatever. Uncle Alfred. <laughs> uncle Alfred. Uncle Alfie. Remember they tried to hack the password? She tried to ha- find the password yeah. and she put like her name in it and it worked. Like, Can you believe... Listen, th- that guy that we read before said yeah. that was a better movie than this. <laughs> she, so she put like her name in there or like her his, his long lost love's name and like all the secrets of Batman came rolling out. That's... Yeah, that's the equivalent yeah. of making your password password. Yeah, it's like all of Batman's secrets start flying at her Password. The if the movie was 3D, the words would become flying at you, the bat symbol, you know? <laughs> But I digress. I'm, I'm getting off topic. Um, one funny thing that if I if I were a writer, I would put in there. They show a scene and they kind of hint at this, where they show Alfred fixing the Batmobile. Like he's got the wrench on there. He's got the he's got dirt on his hands. He's fixing the Batmobile. Not maybe 20 minutes later, Batman takes the Batmobile out and proceeds to just like junk the shit. He he rams it in Superman. It gets dented. It gets banged. It goes through a ship. It does gets all sorts so of things. Up. He's they show him driving back to the Batcave. And the thing's like sparking everywhere. It's completely busted. After Alfred spent his hard time fixing this thing. Now, how many times in a given year does Batman screw up the Batmobile after Alfred fixes it? 
Like every time? I thought he was just changing the oil or doing the timing belt. You know? So he should have yelled at him. Hey, man, I just fixed this thing. Why don't you go and break it right away? I didn't think he was going to drive it home. That thing was so beat <laughs> It was so shit. beat up. So I feel like every time he drives the Batmobile out of the Batcave, he's going to bust it up. They he's probably gonna, He's going to wreck it. They probably could have made it funnier, too, like yeah. when he was driving it. Like yeah. it could have been like really rickety up, yeah. you know? So Alfred doesn't have time to fix this freaking car every time Batman just digs it up. They need to hire some like some contractor or something to help him fix the truck. I don't, there's no way to do it. I maybe a blindfold the guy. A guy really knows what he's doing. I don't know, but I thought it was, he should have yelled at him for busting up the Batmobile yet again. I got one, and maybe it's in the director's cut. Yeah, this movie needed a sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's in that. You know, we saw them in the bathtub. Yeah, we saw them in the bathtub. Where did that go? He took the glasses off. Yeah. That, that, that means like he's he's gonna turn into Superman he, if you know what I mean. Have you ever been in a bathtub with your clothes on? That is very uncomfortable. <laughs> I have jumped in a pool with my clothes on. You know how they shoot like certain movies like with clothes on and then without. Yeah. Maybe he was full on. Oh, you know, ass director's out, cut. naked in director's the director's cut. cut. Yeah. That's what is in the. Ultimate That's like cut. they have a, they make a porno and then they make the Skinamax version yeah. of it. They dual make it at they the double same make time. It. Yeah. It's like the two birds with one stone yes, effect. Yes. But I think this movie could have used a sexy. No, I'm just kidding. I well, don't think it cares. We, I, I think the sparks were flying there between Bruce Wayne and, uh, and Wonder Woman there, right? Oh, he, he definitely he dug her. Dude, I don't know he if she was, dug him, but he definitely dug her. He, he, what did she say? He said, oh, I've known a few women like you. She's like, I don't think you've ever known a woman like me. He, he was like, oh. He loved that. It's the yeah. intrigue, man. Yeah. She followed him down into yep. the server room. He needs a strong woman that could kick his ass, she, right? She, he took her to Tech 2. Yeah. Like in, like in the 24 <laughs> days. Tech two. Yeah. I'll meet you in Tech 2. Yeah. Bruce Bruce Wayne keeps up appearances by dating bimbos and floozies. Yeah. But he likes a sophisticated woman. Batman man. needs someone that can whoop his ass. Yeah. Right. Oh, and she could. Yeah, she definitely could. I also thought this is the way my stupid brain works. So in the scene where he goes to uh, the courthouse to meet the guy whose legs he broke, Superman. So he goes like he's is to go confront him because they ask him to come and come and talk to him face to face. So he comes, he flies in, he's in a Superman suit, right? So I thought when Superman has to put up appearances for the public, not just crime fighting, but like say they're like making a statue of him, or in this case, going to a, a hearing, he needs to have a suit, right? But not the Superman suit, like a business suit. <laughs> He needs like a business Superman suit and it's red and blue and it's, he's still wearing the cape, but maybe the cape is like, maybe you, do you tuck it in? No, it's just, I don't it's know. just like, you know, ever see the, like the people that wear the tuxedos with the tail. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just so, a red tail. It's the red tail. You know, like the tails, Yeah, the tuxedo tails. Yeah. But what, but would it be a suit? Is it like one of those Christmas suits? You know how like the ugly Christmas sweater was like yeah. hot. Now, like you got to up your game. You got to get that, like the Christmas tree jacket and the pants. Like the full yeah. on Christmas. So yes, yeah. it looks suit. ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. Does it's not just a blue symbol? and red suit. Is it little symbols or is it like he's got the symbol like on the shirt? The sim the symbol is on the shirt, but it's like you know you button the suit. Yeah. It's like it's half like a baseball jersey. Oh yeah, where yeah. It's yeah. half and half, right? So it's half and half. And the tie, we're not going to put Superman symbols on the tie because that's been done. It's just going to be one straight color. So I'm thinking the tie and uh, the pocket square, and, like red. Yeah, and the shoes are red. Red and, shoes are hot. Yeah, and the jacket and the, and the pants are black or or uh, blue. When's the last time you saw somebody flying without a cape? Because generally, <laughs> most people fly with a cape, right? What would it look like a guy flying in a suit? It, <laughs> like imagine him yeah. floating down like in yeah. a suit. He doesn't need the cape to fly, right? I, I'm, no. I'm down on my Superman lore. <laughs> no, he doesn't need the, the, cape the, to... the, the, the cape itself does no, not have no, powers, no. It's right? It's just to look cool. Yeah. It's not like a magic carpet. It's and, like... and, and another thing that, about Superman that I wanted to touch on and. There was a scene in the movie where he's like, I guess he's Clark Kent, 
and he sees that there's this kid who's about to die at a fire. Yeah. So he goes to get her real quick. So when he goes to get her, it seems like he does his hair even more so. It's even it's more wetter, slicked dude. back. It's wetter. Is he sweating? No, he doesn't sweat, right? He's an alien. His hair, so he was like sweating. Yeah. So when he changed it to a suit, did he do his hair real quick? Or is that just the way it becomes? Dude, I think he just broke the villain scale because yeah. he has wet hair. He has wet hair. It's like dripping. Yeah. It's wetter than Clark Kent's. Dude, oh my it's god. It's part of the differentiation, so you can't tell the difference between Clark Kent and Superman. That's a good observation so, there. Do you think like he has like obviously he can fly very fast, right? He can speed of light, right? What if he flies to the hair guy? Gets yeah. the or gets the hair he, guy to do so it. So when he's putting the suit on, does he like does he have a hair guy or when he puts the suit on, does he slick it back as he's in mid flight? Like can he do it all at once? Maybe he flies through a rain cloud just to get it like <laughs> yeah. to get it wet so that when he takes he's like, that route. He goes down. He goes yeah. out of his way so to his go Google, through the storm. His, his Google Maps, he like he tries to find where the weather weather activity is. He, <laughs> he just, fired up. Yeah. He fired up weatherchannel.com yeah. on his on his phone. <laughs> he went, can he can he see Google like in his eyes? Like does yeah. he have that technology where it's like I don't know. We'll go too far. He does. Forget it. <laughs> One more thing before you move on, real quick. Yeah. Another thing that this movie could have used from a humor standpoint is drunken billionaire burns down home. <laughs> it's my favorite screenshot. <laughs> I love it from uh, Batman Begins. The picture of Bruce Wayne reading the newspaper after he pretended to be a drunken billionaire. <laughs> like there was a little bit of a drunken billionaire when he was in the server yeah. room and the lady yep. called him and she's like, what are you doing down here? He's like, oh, I just had too much drink. Nice shoes though. Nice shoes though. Thought it was the bathroom. I love that. Every person who's trying to do some shady shit at a party always thinks it's the bathroom. Yeah. That's like the go-to excuse. You got to pretend you're drunk. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the bathroom. Whoa, where am I? Oh, this is the bedroom where I'm going through your computer files. But oh, uh, I thought it was the bathroom. I'm sorry. Isn't that what Arnold <laughs> says to... uh the little kid Dominic, after yes. he's in the mom's bedroom in Kindergarten yes. Cop, uh-huh. he's like, "What are you doing up here?" He's like, "I was looking for the bathroom." This oh, house it's... is so big. I thought it was the bathroom. <laughs> it's not the bathroom, yeah. Arnold. No, but that's my favorite screenshot. So to wrap this up now, Justice League. It's it's coming out in two weeks. Um, Sh- shooting in two weeks. Shooting in two weeks. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I, I would love it if it came out in two weeks. And there were whispers saying, "Oh, what if the movie does poorly? Would they possibly pull Zack Snyder from it?" they would have to put it, the movie on like a hiatus or, or cancel production or postpone production. Do you see that happening or is that just, is it going to push through? I, dude, I don't know, man. I, I hope they don't because it's going to change. I don't know how you can have a successful movie that changes directors two weeks before it starts. It's shooting. a recipe for disaster. It's, so if, if they picked it up with a new director, it would, it would probably Personally, I feel worse. like they already invested in it. Just see it out, let it happen. And you know, if it doesn't work out, then whatever, then you move on after. But I don't know. I, I think they should keep him personally, yeah. but I, there's a petition of fans like that are trying to get him fired. I just, I that's think that's weird. crazy. That's weird. People are stupid. Um, I don't really have too much excitement for a justice league movie, but if nothing else, I would like to see it. If it's gives us more Bruce Wayne, not just Batman, but if they're talking about Bruce Wayne gathering the troops, so to speak, I think that would be interesting. That's what the, I'm plot, a fan of the Bruce Wayne character. So in the one interview that I saw, Snyder was talking about, and at the end of the movie, you see, Bruce Wayne is the one that actually says, hey, we got to get everybody together. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Wonder Woman, but it together. comes out to be him. And he says, you yeah. know, we got to get these people together. We've got all these people all over the place. We know what we need to do. It seems like that's going to be the way that the next movie is. It's going to be Bruce Wayne and Batman gathering the troops, so to speak. So yeah. I would be interested in it. But I really would like to see a solo Ben Affleck Batman movie. That would be great. And I could be down for another Superman movie. I would rather actually have that than Justice League. I'd rather them just go on with these two characters, where both of them are in each other's movies, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe if it's Batman-centric movie, Superman's in it a little bit. He's supposed to show up in Suicide Squad. We'll see. Yeah. I think that's going to be 
That's going to really who, Affleck. Affleck's supposed yeah. to be Batman in Suicide awesome. Squad. So that is going to depend, I think, on a lot of these things going forward. They're already shooting Wonder Woman. They're shooting some of these other things. I don't think they're yeah. going to cancel production. Right. But I think Suicide Squad being good would help them out a lot, I think, from a critic standpoint. What would you say you're more excited for in the future? A Suicide Squad that's going to be released this summer or Justice League, which is probably two years down the line? Um, I think you- probably Justice League just because of the, the certain characters. Yeah. But I think I'm very excited for Suicide Squad because I'm really interested to see how Leto does as Joker. I know yeah. people don't like the look, but I'm looking more no, at, at the performance. Fine. And we talked about it before. It's probably not as big a role as they're advertising it. Yeah. That he's in it, but I'm sure it's going to be powerful. One scenes. of the different things that you'll see from DC to Marvel is it seems like Marvel has a very cohesive vision for how they want their universe to be. They have like kind of, I, I don't, it's almost like design standards, right? I think from what Snyder and DC is doing, from what I've read, is that they're trying to let the individual directors kind of do what they want to do. Yeah. And it's like David Ayer is going to do what he's doing with Suicide Squad. I know that they've done some different things, like Guardians of the Galaxy had their own feel. Right. But I think by and large, they're taking that individual director and saying, hey, you've got creative freedom, go do your thing. Yeah. And there may be some cameos back and forth, but that's another interesting thing that I'm looking forward to about it. All right, well... This is enough superhero talk for one lifetime for me, for one day. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. All right. You're done. I can talk now, about this for five more hours, man. Well, I'm going to give you time to talk a little bit more. This is the final question. People are so tired of me right now. <laughs> I have talked way too much. No. If they're still listening. Let's simply, let's give it a rating. How would you rate this, sir? One to ten. Ten being Dark Knight. One being uh, Batman A. Robin. Colin. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn of Shit. Batman ampersand Robin, yeah. <laughs> Dawn of shit. That's a zero. Dawn of Alfred getting cured on the uh, yeah. by a password. No, I I would say I would give it like probably a seven and a half, maybe an eight. Seven and a half. I know that's going to be controversial with people, but I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I would say seven and a half or an eight. No. I did really like it, but I, it's not a standalone movie, and I think yeah. that's what people are confusing. As a standalone movie. No, I don't think it holds up, but not a lot of these do. And maybe that's their mistake. Well, it's everyone's mistake in my opinion, but I'll give, I give it a seven just because I was fully entertained for two and a half hours. Um, although I'm a fan of Batman, I'm not a fan of superhero movies, and it still managed to keep me in my seat glued to the screen for the entire two and a half. Also, we didn't talk about the 3D. We saw it in 3D, RPX, and I, I thought it was pretty good. It was nothing to stand out, but it, but it wasn't distracting. I thought it was cool. So, it gave some depth to yeah. the scenes, especially the fight scenes yeah. and the rain at night. It, sure. it made it look pretty good. Yeah. They've improved the technology, I think. Yeah. So I thought that was, I'm not, a, I'm not a big 3D guy, but I thought the 3D definitely enhanced it a little bit. So you're saying seven? I give it a seven, a solid seven. seven. I think that's respectable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's certainly not a zero. Yeah. I would give, I, don't know. I would give Dark Knight a nine and I would probably, like, for example, I would give, I would give Avengers like a seven and a half. And I know people love the Avengers, but I wasn't a... So as a casual fan, you'd yeah. say... So it's, I, I think it's right par. on par. Avengers maybe was a little bit better, but I like this, the source material better of this. I think the difference between Avengers and this is the Avengers spent the time building up the universe. Yeah. And this tried to just jump at it. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what turned people off. Right. So I don't think it's that far off. Uh, despite what the critics would say, but we're not critics. We're, we're, not, just, we're we just a couple of jokers in your future daughter's father's basement. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't have the accreditation on, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we just bash them. So I don't know if we'll ever get yeah. it. So enough enough superheroes. Want to wrap this up? So real quick before we leave, friend of the podcast Chris O wrote into us and said, "Hey guys, listen to your show about the rules for a reboot, the gate yeah. system that we created." And he said, "Yes." Guess what? I found one for you. I know which one's right for it. Demolition Man. 
I Is love that it. something you might be interested in, Bad Way? I love it. I love it. Um, it's a movie that totally would be rebooted. It's been long enough. Um, I totally see The Rock as John Sparta. Do you agree? Disagree? I would say The Rock is probably the perfect person to he, play John Sparta he's got these the, days. He's got the charisma, and he can play the straight man. Is he too jacked? I don't know. Do you lose? Do you lose muscle if you're if you're cryogenically frozen? <laughs> I don't know. That's a question that I wasn't asked in the first one. I don't know. Stallone was pretty jacked. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not a whole lot. Maybe he's too jacked. You're I don't freezing know. the cells, Drew. It's the cells. It's technology. I feel like you know, based on the Total Recall reboot, we yeah. should just throw Colin Farrell in here. Let's put him in all of the reboots. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, so who else you like? You like Colin Farrell also? For yeah, the role I like Idris. I like Idris Elba personally. Yeah. Let's take it like he's a cool like. You, I know you said you didn't like him as an action star. You don't see him as an action star. Yeah, I do. I think I he'd don't be know. Good. Like I think he could do Bond, but Bond isn't your traditional action star. Like as a as a guns blazing action star, I don't see it in him. Um, also, obviously, Liam Neeson is right for this, any kind of this role. He, I think he's too old. He is a little too old. But if you get cry- cryogenically frozen, like, he's not, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's some aging. Well, the, the, the spirit of the old Demolition Man, the, the, the original, was, it, it's kind of, you know, Stallone was probably in his late 30s, early 40s, definitely not near retirement, and he was going after this young punk, Simon Phoenix, who was at the oldest, I would say, in his low 30s, maybe even in his 20s. So this Liam Neeson character would be like two days from retirement. They would cry genuinely freeze a guy two days from retirement. That's just yeah. cruel. He's, he's a little old. They, they would just take his gun and badge away. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're going to get this nice retirement package. Yeah. yeah. They'd give him the gold watch. But what about Simon Phoenix? Who would you cast? See, that's Simon harder. Phoenix? See, I came up with Tom Hardy. Like we, we both came I, I up think with Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy would be awesome. But he would turn his nose up at this role. It's, it's definitely. See, he wouldn't do it if The Rock. I, I can't see nothing against The Rock, but he wouldn't yeah. do it if The Rock was John Sparta. But if Elba Maybe. or like one of these like 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 actors yeah. was in it, I think then he would do it. Uh, he's very picky about his roles. I don't think I don't think he would play second fiddle to The Rock, not by a long shot. Um, we got Michael Fassbender. I think he could play because you have to be charismatic to play Summer Phoenix as well as be believable as yeah. a villain. Right? He could be a good bad guy. Um, Jamie Foxx was another one. I like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, but maybe he's too funny. Yeah, but like too Simon funny. Phoenix was definitely a joke cracker. But that was the 90s. He was, but he, he was vicious and a joke cracker. Are we making this gritty? Or are we going like... It's probably going to be darker. Although a lot of Demolition Man's charm was its jokes with both Rob Schneider and Sandra Bullock. But Ryan Reynolds can do it just because... He pulled off Deadpool. He was a hero of Deadpool, but he certainly was... Yeah. Had a mean streak, to say the least. You know who the perfect one is? Huh. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yes, we just want to bring him back. <laughs> let's just reboot it with. But you know what? Screw it. Let's put in uh, Sylvester Stallone yeah. as as John Sparta too. I, I could say they could like have the same guy, but they could they can't cryogenically freeze the Simon Phoenix again from the first one because he gets his head knocked off. So you can't. But what if it fell into the cryogenic freezer? Yes, his head. They, dude. They froze the head yeah. and they put it on a robot body. Oh, it's like a crank type thing. There you go. <laughs> Movie written. Movie written. Not, why Done. are we in Hollywood? Put Zack Snyder on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that'll do it for us. I had fun with this. I feel a little bit better blowing off some steam. Yeah, you know, it's, the movie is out there. Your feelings are out there. I know you were excited. It didn't disappoint me. No, not at all. I know you were fired up pre-watching just based on all the hate that I was getting. So in order to validate your own worries that it actually was good and, and it was... Not as bad as they it seemed it, it could have been. Yeah, I know that you can rest easy tonight because I know you had some many restless nights. Put it this way, I'm going to watch it again, and I'm looking forward to watching it again in the Hopefully, theater. Uh, 
we'll see. Because I know my wife hasn't seen it yet, and I know uh, she wanted to. Yes. So we'll probably go again and watch it, check it out. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll like it more. Maybe I'll like it less. I'll update you on a future episode. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do another hour long podcast. Well, that's an hour plus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, people. Are, I don't know if you know if anybody's listening anymore. Oh, they're listening, Drew. We got them. So if you like this episode, if you don't hate us by now, if you hated this movie but you don't hate us, <laughs> you can go to our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. You can tell us that you hate us on Twitter at the Last Row Pod, or you can tell us that you liked us. Don't tell us. Don't tell us you hate us because I I can't handle that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know if we can handle the criticism. Yeah. Uh, or you can visit us on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. Badway will hand deliver the episodes right to your iPhone or iOS <laughs> device. He will deliver them himself. So I can like, is there like that? Just if I put it in like the the, the jack. Like you, how do I hand deliver? Badway it? will plug your jack. Badway yeah. will jack you up. He yeah. will jack you in. Remember the Galaxy commercials where you could just tap phones. That's yeah. what I'll do. But you have to have a Galaxy. Badway, Badway will hit you up on iTunes. <laughs> Visit us on iTunes. Leave us a review if you like us. Much appreciated. Thank you to everyone that's done so, so far. And we will see you guys next week. See ya! I, I like the movie, but I, I, I feel like I need to start mocking up this Batman as the Superman.